listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. And we are broadcasting live from the LCMS National Youth Gathering in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Woohoo! It is so exciting to be here. We are actually in the Minneapolis Convention Center. We are. And it is, it's, it's kind of quiet in here right now. It's about to get really <laughs> noisy. Uh, with us this morning, Meredith Whitefield. She's Communication Specialist in Youth Ministry in the LCMS Office of National Mission and probably running on about two hours of sleep. Uh, because <laughs> she right. serves, right. <laughs> serves on the media team, which was probably running until what? What time were you guys Midnight. running last night? Oh, I think I got my last text at about 2.45 this morning. Oh, oh seriously? Oh, no. Did you sleep? Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Hey, we got a lot of good information out there. <laughs> the, the Reverend Mark Kiesling, he's director of LCMS Youth Ministry in the Office of National Mission. Thank you both for being here this, this great morning. It's so exciting to be here. It's our pleasure. Well, we want to say thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, who's right around the corner, too, yeah, right here us. in the convention center. <laughs> uh, we're so thankful to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the coffee hour so that we could be here. And uh, you got to follow on social media. Are you tweeting or Instagramming right um, now, Sarah? Both. Both? Yeah. <laughs> I have weird things on my hands. So what are the hashtags that we're looking for, Meredith? Oh, yeah. So if you are connecting with us online, all you need to do is hashtag NYG2019. NYG2019. That's all there is. <laughs> I can do that. Excellent. Well, let's talk a little bit about the history of the gathering. Um, the, the LCMS National Youth Gathering happens every three years, um, which happens to coincide with the LCMS National Convention, Synodical Convention as well. Um, but how far back does this gathering go? Not as far back as the LCMS conventions, right, Mark? Not quite, not quite. <laughs> uh, the first LCMS uh, conference was in 1980, um, and so that's when... Uh, the LCMS itself did their own event in Fort Collins, Colorado. There were some, I believe they call them like all Lutheran youth gatherings that took place, I think, in 72 and 76 in like Houston and New Orleans. Um, that's where when the, the Lutheran bodies that were in fellowship would get together and bring their youth together. And so those had happened, and the LCMS made the decision to continue with those as uh, their lone church body. And so uh, it's been a, an event that's grown over the years, certainly, uh, but one that started a at a real humble but awesome beginning at Colorado State University in Fort Collins. We get the question a lot, like, well, why don't you go back to college campuses? We're like, mm, I take a pretty big college campus right now. Right now. So, uh, especially with how many colleges now do summer school and things like that. It just would be very difficult to do that. But yet, uh, nonetheless, that's where it started back in 1980. Yeah. Yeah. 20, over 20,000 people descending onto a college campus. That, that would be, be a little nuts. Yeah, just a little. Just yeah. a little. I feel like Minneapolis has shrunk in the last yeah. two days because everywhere yes. you go, there's purple backpacks. It's awesome. And youth. Yeah. Yes, we, it, that is one of the exciting things that we get with like some of our local people, whether it's staff at our facilities or whatever it is. We've been talking to them about you know three or four years talking about this event, and they've heard from other people, other cities we've been to, and then to get the opportunity to uh, actually have the young people start to show up, and our young adult volunteers and our planners are like, oh, we get the backpack thing. I get it. And there was, there was, there was, there was, it. All the things click now. Yeah, yeah. We, we were talking to people last night about what is going on at U.S. Bank Stadium with all these great young people and things like that and be able to tell them about who we are and what we're doing here and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's really fun to be able to see them come into a city and really kind of take it over for a while. It's great. Yeah, this is my first gathering, so... It is like the calm before the storm for me. Right now. Yeah, I'm not entirely, just soak it all in. Not entirely <laughs> sure what to expect in the next hour, but it'll be fine. Right? Um, what What is the purpose of the gathering? Why do Why do we even do these things? Sure. So I'll say one thing is that um, uh, just kind of really on the real practical side of it is there was a history always in the LCMS and a lot of other Lutheran church bodies too of bringing young people together. So for us in the LCMS, Walther League, other places where there was this time where we bring young people together, encourage them in their faith, get them connected across 
district, regions, nationally. And so that was one thing that really the LCMS wanted to do when they continued it. So it was really pulling their, the young people together to show that they are cared for by a church body, by adults that are around them. And then specifically within the gathering itself, it, it's really about coming together, receiving Christ's gifts and worship and uh, Bible study. Um, and service also out into the community that hosts us, as well as to be encouraged when they go back home and how they can serve if they're not already doing that already. Um, and then I think the big thing for us too, it's still that same principle of gathering young people together from across our church body. I just loved last night. It's, it's my big mm -hmm. takeaway from when I was a young person and attended the youth gathering is to see how big the church is. And this is just not only in the United States and the LCMS, but we have international church bodies here as well. I mean, mm -hmm. to see, man, the body of Christ together. Uh, and to see like, hey, when I graduate from high school, I know there's a place for me when I go off to college or to mm -hmm. career or military, <clears throat> excuse me, whatever it might be. And to see there are people and, and young adults and adults who care for me in this church. And I think that just makes such a great statement for our young people as they see themselves maturing in the faith, maturing as people and their vocation responsibilities and other places too, that there is a place for them to connect within the LCMS. Absolutely. Meredith, what is it like for all of these youth um, who maybe come from small towns um, or who maybe grew up in the same church mm -hmm. their whole life to come to something like this? How, how life-changing is this for I people? can't tell you how many tweets we've seen already that are like, I didn't know that there were this many people here or there, there were yeah. this many Lutherans. I've never been around this. Um, and I just think that they come to this and they realize, like Mark said, like the church is so much bigger than just your home congregation and just getting to see the body of Christ at work. I mean, it's kind of hard to explain. It's hard to, kind of hard to wrap your head around. You know, you walk into a mass event for the first time and it's just like, this is crazy like in a good way crazy um and just to see the body of christ just like out there in front of you i just it's really hard for me to wrap my head around it so i can't imagine being a 16 year old wrapping my head around it um but just knowing that there's so many other people out there that have the same questions as you mm -hmm. that believe the same things as you that like the same things as you um and you've already got that connection so even though there's twenty thousand people here um you can sit down with anybody you've already got something in common mm -hmm. Yeah. The the gathering, as you shared earlier, Mark, has been going on since the, the 80s mm -hmm. um, and, and has taken place in, in many different places as well. Um, we'll talk mm -hmm. in a little bit in, in a few minutes. We'll talk more about the Minneapolis site. But what are some of the other places that the LCMS Youth Gathering has gone to um, and places that have been a, a great match for us and places that maybe didn't work so well? <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we have been blessed with amazing hosts. I mean, I think off the top of my head, I mean, New Orleans, we've been to three times, uh, been a great host city yeah um, you know it's it's almost you know for, I think for some of our adult leaders it's home away from home almost in terms of uh, their experience sure. there and praying for them right now oh too. absolutely oh, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah our, brothers and for sure. there. Uh, our, our RAV company is uh, actually based out of New Orleans and so they've oh. got definitely we've been praying for them and talking with them they got one eye back home uh, one eye on their work here but they're doing an amazing job for us and certainly do lift them up and our brothers and sisters in Christ in New Orleans for sure um, but, you know, great city used to hosting big events like that. You know, that's one of those situations where we're basically can get everyone downtown because they're great hotels that they've got there. We were in San Antonio in 2013, a great, another great convention city. Um, mm -hmm. You know, just had a great reception there, great Texas district that we were able to connect with. We were in Orlando um, in 2004 and 2007. 2007, interesting, actually, we had planned.
planned to be in New Orleans, but because of Katrina, uh, we actually had to move, and Orlando was gracious enough to host us again. So we, that was the only time we've done back-to-back cities, uh, but it was because of uh, Katrina. And then also we've been in Atlanta in 98. We've been in Washington, D.C., actually, um, and back in, uh, I think that was uh, 86 uh, that we were there. We were in Denver in 89. And so really coming to New Orleans, or excuse me, coming to Minneapolis was actually really the last time that we'd been anywhere really north, um, which was kind of a new thing. And then on top of it, not only being north, but then also being in the Midwest, uh, it was really the, kind of the first time we've done that. Um, usually we've been kind of in southern cities. You know, New Orleans loves to joke with us that there is a Lutheran-sized hole on their calendar in July, uh, or at least, at least every three years anyway, uh, that they want those young kids back. And so uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing to have a relationship with a city like that because, as Meredith said, they see the impact that our young people bring into a community. I, I'll, I'll never forget my, my one New Orleans story was we had uh, bright green back uh, T-shirts from 2010, and I was wearing mine, as St. Louisans will understand this, I was at Ted Drew's um, getting my concrete <laughs> on a hot day, and I was wearing my, my gathering shirt, and a guy came up and started talking to me, and he's like, I can't believe I just saw that T-shirt again. I was like, what are you talking about? And he said, because I drove to work three straight days, and I was like, what are all these young kids serving in my community with these crazy... <laughs> Um, I care about malaria t-shirts going on. And he's like, I couldn't believe I saw another one here in St. Louis. What in the world? So I got to tell him about the event, what we were doing, about our faith and everything. So it was a really neat little witness that our young people had in that community that he was able to make a connection back to the church that way. That is, that's really neat. And I remember participating in servant events in other parts of the country as well. Same thing, you know, wearing, had that common t-shirt and I ran into somebody in a grocery store one time, had that same shirt. Hey, we, you know, you served on a servant event as well. Yeah, there there was a tweet last night that I saw that, uh, was talking about that what are all these young people who have like invaded our city with the same color t-shirts and all this kind of stuff so it's like they, it makes a presence for sure that we're here yeah especially in u.s bank stadium we yeah got purple backpacks purple seats purple walls <laughs> everything's <laughs> purple it was very purple <laughs> So it, it, the the gathering has gone to uh, several cities uh, across the country. This is one of our first times in the, this far north. What are some of the things that we've learned throughout the years, um, starting back in the 70s and 80s? What are some things that have worked really well at the gathering? What have we learned um, that, uh, you know, what are some of the highlights of the gathering now that have been, you know, great things that we like to continue to do at the gatherings? I think one thing I'll say that a huge leap that we saw, I've been blessed by so many shoulders on whom we stand um, through the years in terms of what technology has enabled us to do to communicate about the event. Um, And that's from everything from a session schedule to know what great speakers we have, where young people, the questions they have maybe or really the things that are are pulling at their heart or the desire they have for vocational service can connect and know that ahead of time. I mean, I think back to, we got this thick guidebook, and back in the day you would get checked in and one morning be like, here's your... 200-page guidebook. Now find the sessions you want to go to, you know, that kind of thing. Or here's your schedule for the first time that maybe we would got, we would have maybe had a book a couple months out to give them a brief overview. But, I mean, now that we can, man, our app, what, what Marathon puts online, that I think it just makes it so much more of an impactful event in terms of their uh, – ministry dollars that they're investing to be here so they can get more out of it. And and that way, the adults, too, I think they're able to kind of uh, be less stressed when they show up. Uh, They're able to really be able to communicate with the young people and walk with them and and connect with them in that way rather than being worried so much about the details because they can plan that out ahead of time. So that's one thing that I see. That's even since I've worked on the staff is see how we've been able to use that uh, uh, gift that God's given to us in technology to further the ministry of an event like this. I mean, we have an app for yeah. the gathering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's pretty cool. I was using it last night. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah. Meredith, you're wearing a, a media t-shirt, and yeah. we got we had a chance to, to drop into the media room uh, oh, yeah. last I night. I had oh, to, yeah. like, pull her out of the media room <laughs> it was because she was, she was fascinated with the computers. I was, yeah, oh, yeah. I was. So, 
Technology, the advancement in technology, just in the last four gatherings that I've been at has been incredible. That room mm -hmm. has grown from like just a section of computers to like this whole room and this yeah. whole team of people working on videos and social and photography, every aspect of media um, to share the gathering, we're on it. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of really uh, really awesome stuff that happens. How much of that is like in the moment? How much of that is is people taking pictures and videos throughout the day, and you're just you're just chugging stuff out? We like to have a schedule. <laughs> One of the biggest things that our our team is like we have to be flexible. So yeah. a lot of it is in the moment and just kind of reacting to um, what what the youth are responding to. Mm -hmm. So going off of what they like and what they want to see. Yeah. Yeah. What has been, what has been your favorite part of this, of this experience in the last two days being here, or I guess you've been here the whole <laughs> week. For, uh, Just for a year? Know, it is right uh, <laughs> yeah, it I is Friday. Myself, it was Friday this what's, what's been the best part so far for you? I think uh, setting up, we have a TV that's got a stream of all of the youth were following the hashtag mm -hmm. and just seeing how that's progressed in the last couple of days. I know, um, I think it was two days ago, we were standing in front of the TV and watching all these groups of kids uh, post their pictures and say that there's you know, this little group of two or three people and then there's this group of like five people and those people are part of this 20,000. Yeah. And to see that and see their excitement about it, like, that just makes me really excited. I've got goosebumps talking about <laughs> it. So, um, and just watching them get excited about, you know, meeting each other and learning about Jesus even more. Um, I, that's what gets our team going. We love seeing how everybody just really wants to be a part of this. They like share, sharing it online and just think if 20,000 people share their one picture, that opens the door to you know, thousands and thousands of people mm -hmm. online to see what they're going through. It yeah. just takes one picture to be like, I wonder what real present God is. And you do a Google search and you're down a rabbit hole. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of real present God, I want to talk about the theme in just a little bit too. We'll do that. We're going to take a quick break and uh, share more about this year's gathering, the LCMS National Youth Gathering in Minneapolis, Minnesota. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. And I should start some music. That would be a good idea, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back in just a minute. Friday on Issues Etc., we'll talk with Pastor Jonathan Fisk about the showdown between the forbidden woman and the wise wife in the book of Proverbs. It's this week in Pop Christianity with Pastor Chris Rosebro, and we'll play Issues Etc., Soundbite of the Week. Issues Etc., live weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 on KFUO. Concord Matters is a show seeking agreement in Christian confession. I'm Pastor Charles Henriksen, one of the hosts of Concord Matters, heard on Worldwide KFUO each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Central and a repeat on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Central. We take an in-depth look at the Book of Concord with some fine Lutheran theologians. Concord Matters, live on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. <laughs> Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We are broadcasting live from the LCMS 
National Youth Gathering in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It is, it's just unreal. I know this is your first time to the LCMS National Youth Gathering. Uh, I believe this is my third National Youth Gathering, second broadcasting, um, and just thrilled to be here in Minneapolis. We are talking with Meredith Whitefield, Communication Specialist for LCMS Youth Ministry, and the Reverend Mark Kiesling, Director of Youth Ministry, LCMS Office of National Mission, and uh, going on a few hours of sleep here because their work never (laughs) ends. How many people... Just a, any idea how many people it takes in terms of volunteers and, and staff to uh, to keep this team running? It's a three-year cycle, so people working over those three years are longer. Yeah, I think we counted the numbers yesterday, <laughs> and it was just uh, CLBs, our community life builders, young adult volunteers, YAVs, and our on-site volunteers. It might have included the planners, but we were at 1,511 volunteers. Wow. Yeah, that'd probably be everyone. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any idea? I mean, it's just a three-year cycle mm-hmm. for the, the gathering, mm-hmm. and it takes that full three years mm-hmm. plus some, I mm-hmm. bet, mm-hmm. To, to do the planning for this? Absolutely. So, I mean, really, we, we're already, you know, a little bit planning already to the next one mm-hmm. um, in terms of getting some of the basic stuff figured out. Uh, but then it really becomes a long process of not only the thematics and the program, but then there's all these logistical pieces that come <laughs> into place, too, in terms of, and, and especially, you know, there's cities that have more challenges than others that way, or opportunities really as well. Uh, but that's a big part of it is just making sure that people feel welcome, that we got safety concerns taken care of. Mm-hmm. We're working well with vendors and with staffs in these buildings, but then also that our volunteers are amazing mm-hmm. and that those are LCMS people who come and give up their time uh, because they love young people, they love Jesus, and they want to be a part of an event like this. And I, that's the thing that there's always so many things that we're nervous about or concerned about and we're praying about, and we just don't really see it come together until, man, when those young adult volunteers show up. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. The <laughs> energy that they bring, the connection that they bring is just amazing. And it just really brings the glue of the event together along with our community life builders in terms of where they just fit into spots. We've heard stories over and over again of those volunteers with a servant heart jumping in and helping people. And it's just so great to hear and see. Yeah. And those are easily identifiable. Yes. <laughs> because they're loud. The, that. Uh-huh. And they're wearing loud colored shirts yes. as well. Young adult volunteers are wearing nice bright orange shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, and many of them have have gone full in, not just the orange shirts, but um, orange flare. socks, orange yes. flare, orange <laughs> hair. Bananas. Saw a few um, tutus in there. Yeah, I did. Oh, I saw yeah. Some, yeah. Some tutus. In. They are Orange Nation, and they are happy to be Orange Nation, and um, you ask them to do anything, and they, they're ready to do it. Um, it might require some coffee because they're going on a few hours of sleep. And then, the, as you mentioned, the CLDs, Community Life Builders, those are the yellow shirts. Mm-hmm. Those are the folks who have um, they've, they've been around a little longer mm-hmm. and have a little more experience with the, the <laughs> National Youth Gathering as well. Um, and, and I gather the, the CLBs and the, the, the YAVs are things that have grown out of the youth gathering and learning from experience from the gatherings as well, right? Absolutely. With the community life builder, a key thing that they do, we have a community, well, at least two community life builders in each of our hotels. And in Minneapolis, we're in 68 of them. 68 hotels? 68 hotels across the Twin City area. We're in downtown St. Paul. We're in Bloomington. So we're a lot wow. of hotels. Yes, a lot of properties. So so they create... <laughs> Mind blown. It is. It really is. And 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 we are so blessed with how they care on for our participants and and... The thing too is they are an amazing communication tool for us so we get word out to them 
they get it to the adult leaders, you get it to the young people, whether it's transportation logistics, whether it's um, equipping them for Bible studies and other things that take place, that they're just an amazing resource that way. So that's, like you said, Andy, that's one thing that we've learned is that we got to have that contact in the hotel um, for a lot of various reasons. And so that's why we have them there as well as other things that they do. Um, there's a whole team outside this, uh, the walls here that are our travel or our transportation team and our traffic team. That just kind of happened a couple gatherings ago, but they create this, again, a level of safety and also direction given to participants. When you're walking through this huge convention center and you're trying to find this right session, that they can point you in the right direction. And so that's something that we have learned over the years. Yeah, I rolled up on my, my bike show this morning out to the uh, to the outside of the convention center, and lo and behold, there was the person there in a shirt, and I was like, hey, I'm in the right place. <laughs> right. I recognize them. This is great. Like mm -hmm. I, I've, I've, I've felt this part of this community, too, in my yes. first gathering. Awesome, good. Um, what, what makes this this venue, this city, so unique for this gathering? <laughs> the first time we're here. Yeah. First time. It's yeah. a brand new city, so I think that uh, letting people learn a little bit more. You know, people are really comfortable with um, some of the other cities we've been to. Um, and it, we're the first event, I believe, of our type to be in U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah, yeah, definitely the first one to sign, first non-sports event to do that. And so they were, they were kind of taking a step uh, in trusting us, and we certainly were as well. Um, and when we started with them, it was U.S. Bank Stadium was a hole in the ground when we started. So that oh, was our first really? tour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It oh, was wow. something. We, we kind of joke. Our, the, uh, the contract that we have was like something for the uh, Minneapolis um, multi-use sports stadium, I believe, was what we contracted with. There were sports with. last night at the mass event. There were a little bit. Absolutely. There were. There were. I think I might have been asleep by then. <laughs> <laughs> I was barely hanging in there. Yeah. My eyes were barely open. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I, saw, I saw someone like... Uh, I, catch a football oh, so oh yes i started to say a touchdown but it wasn't yeah. a touchdown because no. you know me i'm really yeah, kind of kind of fun being in the football <laughs> stadium absolutely I, i'd say another thing that's unique too about being here is and we're in a great lutheran lcms community um in the yeah. minnesota south district and the twin Cities. so another side of what Meredith was talking about with the volunteers is we have we've we usually maybe do 50 local volunteers which is amazing support of whatever host city we're in we have over 300 wow. uh, here in <laughs> minneapolis and uh, they've been amazing another level too of, of just not only during the event now, but to help us get to this point. I mean, if you go out on this floor right now, there's a lot of fun things going on, maybe in some learning opportunities. So many of those were donated or provided by LWML groups, oh, wow. uh, by churches that we put out all calls for this kind of stuff. And man, the, the people just responded with giving of their hearts and their time to be here. And so it's been really neat to see that and be in a community like that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the theme before we run out of time this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Why we're here. Right, uh, right. Real present God. Uh, what is that? What is that theme that the kids are going to be learning about? <laughs> well, this is a, a fun process um, that we go through. So this, this is one of these things that you're talking about, Andy, that takes the time and the years to do this. So we, the, the first place where we start is with the theme. And so Bible study, conversation, prayer around what is that thing that we can have in an event like this that we can really dig deep into on multiple layers as God's people um, and be in God's word as it speaks to us um, as we come together as his community. And so when we started this back in January of 2017, right after the 16-1 got over with, uh, we had uh, students from Concordia St. Paul join us as well as some key planners um, and to be able to get into scripture, be talking about conversations, what young people were struggling with. And the thing we heard a lot, um, and it was not only the, the young people who were there, the college students, but then too, as they looked at what their friends were dealing with um, and asked questions they were asking was these things around, um, how do I know God is real? Mm -hmm. How do I know that he's present? And where do I see him where he's present? Um, and then, uh, you know, how do we share that love of God with others? 
And so that's where we really started. And we just kept going to the Psalms, the questions that are raised by the, in the Psalms, whether it's David or other Psalm writers, questions that they would ask was like, man, they're asking the same questions then, <laughs> just as we are now. And boy, does God bring an answer um, that I am present with you and that we see it obviously most focused in those, the word and sacrament through Jesus that we, that we receive and the gifts that we receive. And so how we're able to uh, center on that, how we're able to be strengthened by that and nourished by that, but then also how that encourages to go out into our world and share that with others who are asking those questions and to give them truth. Speaking of, of word and sacrament, and there will be opportunities for mm -hmm. that, certainly here at the gathering uh, on Monday with our divine service, with the, the, the gathering worship service at the, the really the, the end of the, mm -hmm. the gathering. Um, but I noticed last night, and I'm gathering this was intentional, in the art, um, <laughs> in the, the artwork for Real Present God, and you have to check out the, the art for this year's gathering, Real, period, present, period, God. But in the center of God, was this intentional? The O in God with the cross in it looks like communion wafer. It looks like the, I, I saw it at the, the and you're like, yes, of course that was intentional. It looked like the host in Holy Communion. I was like, so you didn't know you were thinking that when you all had that. Right, <laughs> you were. <laughs> it was totally intentional. Because it was, it was full center right there in the middle of the Mass event. I was like, oh, that's what you know, we're looking forward to is receiving Christ's body and blood here at the, the National Youth Gathering. And mm -hmm. he is really present in, with, and under the bread and wine. I was like, that's what it kept pointing me to the whole time. <laughs> well, I was just, well, and, but, and, and to speak of those, I mean, that was one of the things that we did when we sat there and had that meeting about what, how do we actually put it together. The thing together was, boy, we could do a really strong one just on that part real presence um, right, was one right. thing that yeah. we talked about and obviously we're like that's going to be a part of what we're going to be doing <laughs> but yet how do we also make it expansive enough to have for sure. a whole event like this to be able to talk about it? absolutely was mm -hmm. one of the things that we focused on did you see that in the artwork am i the only I one who saw okay no, <laughs> I, I saw that. Like, <laughs> yeah. i saw it it was nice, like front done. and center yeah very <laughs> um so folks can follow along obviously here on kfuo they can we'll get some updates for them but yes, they want to follow along with the uh the mass event um, they can do that and the, the worship service on Monday, correct? Yes. Everybody is invited to come to our live stream. So if you guys go to lcmsgathering.com slash live stream for the next couple nights, we're going to be doing mass events at 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, and then we'll do worship on Monday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. So you can join us right there. You can follow along. Uh, and, and great seats, actually. Some really good seats. <laughs> <laughs> the best seats in the house. I know, because the camera is going to really good view. I had a really good view watching from the live stream um, because I knew I wouldn't make it until <laughs> the end of the event last night. I was definitely asleep. Before <laughs> I, will make it, I will make it to the stadium one night uh, to, to, to go sit with the youth from my congregation as well. Um, this is just, it's just exciting to be here and to be a part of this. The room is kind of quiet right now, but in about, just um, wait. Just about minutes. in about oh, 30 minutes, um, the convention center will be filled with roughly 20,000 people. Some will be spread out around the city. They're serving in correct, various ways correct. here too. Um, we have about 30 seconds <laughs> to share how they're serving around Minneapolis. Yeah, they're, we're at about 40, 50 mm -hmm. different servant mm -hmm. event sites. Um, wow. Youth are helping veterans. They're packing meals for Feed My Starving Children, um, doing some VBS work with some of the local schools and churches around. Just a really a plethora of different servant events that are going on in the next three days. Mm -hmm. Wow. 
Uh, we already got word. Uh, I know it's going to be a great witness to the community as we got at least two news stations that are covering two of them. So we're wow. really excited yeah. about that. That's yeah, great. yeah. I, f I followed both of those, and they both had really nice things to say. Oh, by the way, there will be about six thousand youth on the uh, the light rail. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Don't yeah. be alarmed. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us this morning, the Reverend Mark Kissling, Meredith Whitefield from LCMS Youth Ministry at the LCMS National Youth Gathering in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Thanks I'm for being Andy here. Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Stick around. We'll be uh, we'll be checking in. Later Later on today as well. You're yes, listening to the Coffee Hour on KFUO. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.